Welcome back to Mothership Connection, your place for grass clippings and dry leaves. <laughs> uh, did you ever put leaves in your shirt and then hug somebody? It's pretty fun. Uh, so next time you're hugging someone, stuff some uh, some really dried up fall leaves under your shirt and then hug the person and watch them look a little bit uh, frazzled as your shirt is crunching as you hug them. Uh, it's pretty funny. I think it's called furbling when you do that to somebody. Uh, but yeah, stuff some shirts down, stuff some leaves down your shirt and give somebody you love a hug, you know? Leaf it up, babe. But yeah, thanks for listening to uh, last episode, Famous Movie Villains. Um, it's gotten quite a few listens so far, and which is good. It's only been out for a few days here, so that's good. I appreciate it. Um, but today I'm going to do an episode, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come back to the uh, album episodes that, I've been, that I was doing earlier in, in the uh, lifeblood of the podcast there. Um... So I already did my favorite Incubus album, which is Curleth of the Murder. Um, so today I'm going to do my second favorite Incubus album, um, which is Morning View. Um, it's very hard to, to choose between that and Make Yourself as my second favorite, uh, but I think that Morning View edges it out just slightly. Um, and I'll do Make Yourself eventually. I'll make myself do it. <laughs> but uh, So yeah, I'm going to do Morning View today. Um, I will say, though, that there's two tracks that my iPod is not cooperating with. Um, so I'll have to just tell you to go ahead and give your give them a YouTube there so you can listen to those two tracks. Um, but all the good stuff is playing. I don't, my iPod is being a little weird. It's, it's, it's not wanting to cooperate. Um, and I just noticed that my car's clock is on, like, military time. I don't know how that happened. Um, but who cares? It's got to spring forward tonight anyway. Why we're still doing daylight savings time when like half the country isn't, uh, who knows? But that's that's what happens when you live in a commonwealth, you know, babe. But um, so yeah, we're gonna do uh, Incubus's episode, album Morning View, uh, which is my second favorite Incubus album, only behind uh, Crowleth the Murder. So let's get into it. Welcome back to Mothership Connection, your place for countertop crack smokes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. 
Um, yeah, but I hope you're all enjoying your Saturday here on a uh, wintry evening in Pittsburgh. Um, all the kids are red-cheeked and robust, and all the ladies are bundled up and bang. But yeah, but thanks for listening. I always appreciate it. I, uh, like I said in the intro here, we're going to go back to... Well, I'm not going to go back to, but just this is going to be another installment in the... Uh, Oh, sorry. I had to. Uh, I thought I had to burp, but then I didn't. Um, I don't really burp that much. I don't know how many. I don't know how often someone burps, but I don't really burp that much. I guess I'm just a delicate little flower. But um, so yeah, I'm just gonna do another uh, album episode. I like doing those. Um, I also like doing like the the bands in general albums. Those are or not albums, but episodes. But I'm gonna do ahead and do. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna do an album episode. It's my second favorite Incubus album, uh, which is Morning View. And like I said earlier, um, it's hard to to choose between that and make yourself um, for number two. But I, I think more of you just edges make yourself out just slightly for me. Um, purely based on just like how, how the songs make me feel and everything like that. Um, and don't get me wrong, Make Yourself is an incredible album. Um, it's like the first Incubus album I ever listened to. I love it. But uh, and it, I mean, it has the two most popular songs on it too. Um, Drive and Pardon Me. But it's, I just think, for me, personally, I think Morning View just edges out Make Yourself very slightly. Like 2A, 2B type of deal. Um, and my fourth favorite album is Like Grenades. Um, so for me, it goes Credit Left of the Murder, Morning View, Make Yourself, Like Grenades, um, and then Science, and then um, 8, and then um, the one, I can't think of the name right now. Oh, if not now, when... And then there's one more that I'm um, glossing over here. Um, so pardon me on that. And of course, Fungus Among Us. I mean, who doesn't like Fungus Among Us? But I'm, gl I'm glossing over one because I have eight albums and I think I forgot to mention one of them. But that's that's pretty much the order for me. Um, you know, maybe one day I'll do an episode where it's like my favorite Incubus songs. Um, maybe one day. One day, one day. If you remember that Modest Yahoo song. Modest Yahoo! It's a cockadoo! But, um, so yeah, we're gonna get into that. Um, like I said, I hope I'm enjoying, enjoying your Saturday. Um, I mean, why wouldn't you be? It's Saturday. Ain't got no work. Ain't gotta go to work, 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 work. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm coming to you live from, uh, somewhere beneath the earth. Um, yeah, just hanging out. Got some errands done today. It was good. Did a little cleaning. Uh, stopped at my favorite store, J.C. Penney. Looked at all the savings. I didn't buy anything. I was just kind of, I was kind of just, uh, you know, comparing their online price to the in-store price, and it makes no sense. Like for whatever reason, stuff's like significantly cheaper on their website always. So like, why? I mean, obviously the convenience of just going and grabbing it and leaving. But I, I mean, if I get what I want to get online instead of buying it on a store, I'll save myself like almost forty-seven dollars. So it's like, why would you cripple your business by doing that? I can understand having like some online savings, but not so, not so significant that like you don't actually want to go to the store and buy it, you know? Um, but yeah, I mean, it was a nice trip to the mall. There's a lot of little, little FCFSs walking around in their St. Patrick's Day attire. So that was nice. It's always a nice sight for sore eyes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was, it was fun. I love JCPenney. Um. You know, if I was ever to die in a department store, I would hope that it was JCPenney. <laughs> I don't want to die in, like, Marshalls or somewhere stupid like that. Oh, if you can imagine if I died in Macy's, I'd be so fucking pissed. I, I fucking hate Macy's. 
Although I did order something from there recently, um, and it's it's waiting for me to pick it up, and I might just not pick it up because I don't even think I want it anymore. You know, you ever have those like late night impulse shopping? On, on I would love to see like the data on the amount of online shopping purchases like after midnight um, since like the advent of smartphones. I, I guarantee you, it's astronomical, uh, astronomically a higher percentage than it used to be before people had. Um, sorry, I received a text me message before people had smartphones. I guarantee you, like the middle of the night um, purchases, which I, that happens to me a lot. I mean, I'm up in the middle of the night all the time. I'm up pretty late looking at stupid shit online that I shouldn't be buying or wasting my money on. But yeah, I would love to. I would love to see the data on like online purchases for like a certain demographic, age group, and gender, sex, um, for making stupid purchases in the middle of the night. I, I guarantee you, it's it's probably probably like a huge difference between pre-smartphone and post-smartphone purchases. You know, because when you can only get on the internet like on your PC or your laptop. Um, if you're laying in bed, it's like, hey, fucking logging on. What am I going to do? Log on. You know what I mean? But on your phone, it's like, yeah, I'm already logged on. You know what I mean? Um, and Amazon's always like, hey, Garrett, you, uh, you want this shit still? <laughs> and it's like, I don't know. Maybe. And JCPenney, like, if you use their website or app, like, it'll message you, like, throughout the day being like, do you still want this? We noticed you didn't buy this and shit like that. And it's like, ah, shit. But yeah, I don't know. I might not go pick it up just because I hate Macy's so much. It was just like an Adidas t-shirt. Like I said, I'm not very fancy. But for some reason, I'm like an Adidas snob. Um, I don't know why. I just am. You know what I mean? Like shoes and hoodies and shirts and underwear and socks and everything. Like, I don't know. There's some days if I have like my Adidas shorts on where like everything I'm wearing is Adidas. <laughs> I don't know. I just That's just how it is. That's just how the soup boils, baby. Um, the proverbial cracker in my soup would be Macy's because I've fucking hate Macy's. Their logo is this just sucks. I've talked about it before. How's your logo just gonna be a red star? You know what I mean? It's like, oh cool, you really thought a lot about that. Um plus I just don't like the name Macy. I think that's like an ugly name. You know? There's ugly names out there. I think Macy's an ugly name. Um There's this girl we used to work with I used to work with. Her name was Macy and she looked like fucking Jar Jar Binks for real. And it's like man, you look like Jar Jar Binks and your name's Macy. What's your middle name? Macy's. <laughs> Hi, I'm Macy, Macy's Macy. But yeah, I don't know. I just don't, I don't know. Like I said, if I was ever to die in a department store, I would certainly hope it was Macy's. Um, and if I was to die in a restaurant, I would hope it was Firebirds. Um, if I was to die at an amusement park, I would hope that it was Sandcastle. Um, I don't know. If I was to die in a hotel, it would probably be like a, uh, Something, anything higher than like Holiday Inn quality. So I, I probably some kind of Hilton hotel, maybe the uh, DoubleTree hotel or some 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 a nicer hotel, like a hotel with like a pool and a jacuzzi would be acceptable to croak in, you know. Um, I don't know if I ever croaked at a sporting event, I would hope that it was a Penguin game. If I ever croaked at a concert, I would hope that the Chili Peppers were playing. And if I ever, I don't know, I don't know where else could you die at though? You could like make an argument for wanting to die at a place like that, if you were to die. And I'm talking about, like, getting, like, sniped or stabbed or, like, I don't know, some girl squeezes your balls so hard you die. I don't know. Just, just you know, just some of those, you know, morbid thoughts that people you have every once in a while. Um, if it was a grocery store, I would definitely hope it was Kroger. 
I I would if I died at Shop and Save, I would be so fucking mad. You know what I mean? It's like God, Shop and Save took me out. I croaked at Shop and Save. Um, same thing with a gas station. Like I hope I would die at like a BP station. If I died at Sheets or Gitco, I'd be like, God. Died at a place that makes you asks you if you want to fucking want to wash your car every time you're there. It's like, hey, Sheets. Like I don't want to wash my car every time I get gas. Like fuck you. I take pride in washing my car. I actually like to wash my car at my home. Or like if I do go to car wash, it's one of the ones you do it yourself. Like I hate how smug people look when they're like going through like the Globe car wash. Just some fucking fat dude like smoking a cigar with like big ass sunglasses. Like, oh hey boys, wash it up for me again. Revving them tires, man. My car real dirty. <laughs> Plus, I'm not gonna go tip somebody to like uh, drive my car off. You know, like if you go to the Globe Car Wash on Moon, which has been as, as, as like as old as Moon is. That's when Moon was still called Carnot. That's how fucking old that Globe Station is. But like, they expect you to like tip the dudes like driving your car. It's like, I'm not gonna do that. Why would I pay like ten or fifteen dollars for a car wash and then tip some fucking shithead? money to wipe a towel on my car. It's like, I'll just hit the highway and go real fast for like two minutes and my car will be dry. You know? And you gotta pay fucking Tony dipshit to drive my fucking car. You know? With like a Garfield towel or something that's not even like a sham or like a microfiber towel. You know what I mean? Plus they're all sweaty. and I feel bad for those dudes. They gotta stand outside sweating all day wiping down the car for a bunch of fucking smug assholes. Like, I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I like I like to wash my car. You, know, you need to give your car a little loving, you know? Give your car a little loving, she'll give you a little loving, you know? You know, next time I might, you know, your car appreciates you washing it. I wash my car, when the weather's nice, I wash my car every week. And then, um, usually I, I clean my car out, like, every Sunday, you know? Because um, I'll be honest, like, I, I do my episodes from here. I eat in here a lot. Um, so I want to make sure it's clean and smells good. Um... Anyone who's ever been in my car knows my car smells real good, you know? I usually like to have those citrus-smelling um, Febreze vent clips. And then I also have my American Flag air freshener that I love. It smells like vanilla. So I got a vanilla citrus thing going. And then inside each door uh, compartment, I have those little Arm & Hammer... Um, the little Arm & Hammer, orange Arm & Hammer balls that suck like, any kind of uh, odor out. So my car's always smelling good. So fresh, so clean. Ain't nobody fresh at me, I dress so fresh and clean. Um, of course, that's the Outcast song, So Fresh, So Clean. I'll do an Outcast episode eventually, too. That's on the docket. I got a whole list at home of episodes I want to do. Um, but yeah, you know, that's that's I like to wash my car. Uh, if you like to wash your car, um, hit me up at MothershipCon5 and let me know how often you wash your car. Like I said, when the weather's nice, I do it every every week. You know what I mean? And some fucking gearhead will probably be like, hey, man, like you shouldn't do that. It's going to mess with the nuts and bolts. You know, it's nuts and bolts. And it's like, nah, I'm, I'm just going to wash my car, bruh. You know? Um, and if I want to do go to the ones, I like to go to the one in Moon by the Stardust. Um, it just has, like, huge sentimental value for me. And as you know, anyone that knows me knows I'm a very sentimental person and an emotionally intuitive person. But, uh, I don't know. We, we used to go there and wash our family car when I was little all the time. So, like, the Stardust... Uh, car wash and moon that's by the stardust bar which is like the worst bar ever um seriously it's, a, it's like i like dive bars so i think they have a certain charm to them but the stardust is just like dirty and gross 
I don't advise ever going there. But the car wash, no, oh, the car wash, you can go there, bud. But yeah, I, I go there for sentimental purposes, and it's only like three bucks to wash your car. That's another thing, like you can go wash your car by yourself for like three, four dollars, or you can go to Globe Car Wash or Duke of Bubbles or some fucking bullshit, or Bubbly Wubbly or some dumb thing that, I don't know, um, and pay like 15 bucks. It's like, I ain't doing that. You know what I mean? I don't care if you're the Duke of Bubbles, dude. I ain't paying 15 bucks to wash my car. Um, because I don't know. I mean, you, you work hard to the, make your car payments. Like, you should reward yourself with, you know, like, diligently washing your car and loving your car. You know what I'm saying? Mountain crayons. Sorry, I was taking a sip of my Fago Cola. I was coming out of the grocery store, and I had 50 cents in my pocket. And he's like, you know what? I want to get a can of Pepsi, but the Pepsi was 75 cents, so I had to settle for the Fago. Um, so I got the Fago that just it just says cola. Um, I actually do like the Fago black cherry and the Fago cream soda. Um, Fago is like the ultimate like throwing a party pop because they, if you're just on your own drinking pop, like you obviously want to drink like Pepsi or like a brand name. But if you're having people over, it's like I'm gonna go get some Fago for 35 cents and they can fucking deal with like the uh, intermittent stomach pain from it. <laughs> you know, um, there's that kid when we were in high school. There was a kid. It was on the news. He drank, like, 40 cans of, like, orange Fago and ended up in the hospital for, like, multiple reasons. <laughs> um, I don't really like the orange Fago, though. Um, I don't know. I, orange orange Pop, I don't, I don't know which one's the best. I don't like Sunkissed, either, even though they have the best orange Pop name. Um, they don't make Slice anymore, but I really like the orange. All the Slice favorites are great. I don't know why they ever got rid of it. Um, they even had apple flavored slice, which was fucking bomb. Um, but I can't remember, I don't, can't think of what the name, what's the Pepsi orange soda, orange pop? Can't believe I said soda. Um, what's the orange Pepsi? I don't know. I can't think of what the orange Pepsi is. And that, that bothers me, but I can't think of that. Um, what is it? What is the orange Pepsi? The orange, like Pepsi product. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's going to bother me. I can't think of the Coke one, either. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. Fuck. I can picture the... Uh, who cares? Who the fucking cares? Um, but anyway, orange set is pretty good. Orange floats are good. Root beer floats are good. Um, what I like to do with Mountain Dew is I like to take the Mountain Dew and put it into... Free, like, dump it into, like, a, a plastic cup and freeze it and then eat it like it's a slushy. That's very good. Especially... Especially good to do that with the, uh, um, like the live wire orange Mountain Dew or the blue, the blue Mountain Dew voltage. It tastes just like a slush. You can just sit there and watch your, watch your stories, watch some Young and the Restless. Um, I should have, I should have put Victor from Young and the Restless in my, in my villains episode. He's such a villain. But, um, yeah, it's good. Just sit there, watch your stories, eat your slushy. You know, it's good. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Nothing cramped. I can't believe I can't think of what the name of the fucking orange pop that Pepsi makes. I, I cannot fucking believe that. Um, I really can't. I'm sorry. I feel like I'm failing everybody right now. Oh, the, the Coke one's Fanta and it fucking sucks. Coke sucks so much. What's the, I don't know, the Pepsi one might come to me. Oh, shit. Oh, man. Oh, man, I know that guy. But yeah, but we're going to go ahead and get into Morning View here. Um, for those of you that know me, obviously... Incubus is like my second favorite band of all time, only to the Chili Peppers. 
Um, and I, I did the episode on Crow Death of the Murder. Probably, oh God, it probably knows. Uh, I mean, we're in season 23 now. That was probably season 18, season 19 maybe. Um, so obviously same format like that. I'll just go through the songs and talk about them and everything. Uh, but Morning View, to me, it came out in 2001. Um, it came out in October of 2001. I can't remember the exact date, but I know it was around October. Um, it's just a great fucking album, you know what I mean? And there's so many songs in there that I just I just absolutely love. And they have a lot of meaning to me as well. Um, it's just a great album. Um, I did look up and see. It debuted at number two on the Billboard Top 100. And I didn't realize this, but it stayed in the Top 100 for a whole nother year. So it didn't drop out of the Top 100 until 2002. Like October of 2002. So it was in the Top like 100 for... Um, over, over like a year that's pretty good and a little snippet here it said that it was it's ranked 374th and on the top 500 rock album of all time countdown which that's you know that's pretty good for a relatively recent band you know what i mean i know they came out in 1995 but i mean that's still pretty recent as far as like the top 500 rock albums of all time goes that's pretty good and it was also it's been certified platinum five times so five million records sold uh, which is pretty impressive. Can you imagine 5 million people buying your product? You know? And listening to it over and over and over again? Um, like there's not a day that goes by that like a song from this album doesn't come on my playlist or come on or I listen to it. Um, it's just a great album. You know, it, it came on the heels of Make Yourself, which was a, their breakthrough, like making them popular album. Because Morning View is their fourth album. Um, and of course, Make Yourself was huge. It had Stellar, it had Drive, it had Pardon Me. Um, it had the warmth. It had all their fucking, like, early, early well-known hits and everything. But Morning View was like, it was a follow-up to their, to that album, which, you know, you're better, your album following your biggest album better be good. And a lot of bands, it's not. Um, in this case, it's just as good. And like I said, it beats out Make Yourself by just a tiny smidge, by just a whisper. Uh, Morning View beats out Make Yourself for me. Um, just because there's a couple songs in Morning View that, like, I would not trade for anything, you know what I mean? There's there's like al- songs in their albums, all their albums like that that I feel that way about. Um, but more on it, more videos. It's just I don't know. It's the same thing with like just the time of my life that it came out and like I don't know. I just I don't know. I just love this love incubus. <laughs> like I don't know if I can make that any clearer. Um, this being like the third, inc- this is like the fourth incubus relevant episode I'm doing on the podcast. Um, so I did, like, the regular band episode, and then we did together the Incubus episode, and then I did Curl Up to the Murder. So, yeah, this is the fourth, like, Incubus-specific episode I'm doing on the podcast. But I just I just love Incubus. I really do. Um, I hope that they come through very soon. Uh, I was looking on their website. It looks like they're only playing, like, festivals this year. They don't have anything solo scheduled, so um, I don't know. Maybe that'll get updated in the fall. I hope they come. I really, I really want to see them again. Um before I'm out on my own again, because I'll have to be more selective with what shows I go to once I'm um, silver again. But I really hope they come. I know the Chili Peppers aren't coming. I I just saw that they added a bunch of shows in Brazil and Argentina and like Chile um, for this fall. So I, I highly doubt that they'll be coming through here at all um, during this tour, since it's, they're already like on year two of their tour. Because um, on April first, it'll be the one year anniversary of Unlimited Love coming out, which is pretty crazy. That's already been a year. Um, but yeah, I mean, I just can't, I mean, if you know me, you know that I, I fucking love Incubus, like, to the core. Um, Dr. Core 911. 
Shout out to Dr. Core 911. Um, <laughs> probably two people know what I'm talking about when I say Dr. Core 911. Um, ask me about it sometime. Hit me up on MothershipCon 5 or ask me about it in real life when you see me. What's uh, Dr. Core 911 all about? And I'll say, you know what? It's just like Drunken Tiger. Um, then it'll remain even more of a mystery. But yeah, five times platinum. Like, that's pretty fucking wild. You know what I mean? Not a fan. Nothing crazy. Um, this would also be the last album to feature their original bass player, um, which I think the band is just as good, if not better, without him. Some people disagree, but I, I think that the band didn't miss a beat when he left. Um, he left because he couldn't get along with Brandon anymore. Um, I guess he doesn't like handsome, smart guys. <laughs> How could he not like Brandon Boyd? He's a fucking stud, great lyricist, great singer, all-around great dude. Um, but he quit because he didn't like Brandon anymore, so who knows. He was probably mad because Brandon wouldn't bang him or something. You know what I'm saying? Mountain Crayons. Um, but I don't know. And then he got replaced by Ben Kenny, and I think the band... He, ben Kenny, of course, was the former guitar player for The Roots. Um, for when he left The Roots, he joined Incubus to be their bass player. And Ben Kenny has a lot of solo stuff himself. I think he has three or four solo albums that are pretty good. Um, and he just beat Cancer, too, so good for him. Um, people always rip on him because he plays bass with a pick, which most people don't do it. Um, but, I mean, who cares? If you can play it good, then you can play it good. Because, honestly, like, their original bass player, he just wanted to play slap bass on every fucking song, and it's like, that's not... You know what I mean? Their style doesn't really allow for that. You know, past, like, science, they don't really need that going on. So that, that might have something to do with it, too. But I, I don't know. I don't know how you can quit a band because you don't like one person. You know, just talk to the other four people. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm fine, okay. But, um... I don't know. Like, what do you? What song immediately pops in your brain? Oh, uh, this Fago's pretty gross. Um, but what song immediately pops into your brain when you think of Morning View? And I'm going to say for 99.9% .9 of people, it's got, it's got to be Wish You Were Here. It has to be. I don't I don't see how that any other song, like, split second could pop in your head from that album other than Wish You Were Here. Because um, I would probably say that Wish You Were Here and Echo are probably my two favorite songs off of this album. And obviously Aqueous Transmission, too. Everyone loves that fucking song. Um, when I saw them the one time, that, that was the last song of the encore. And they just let it go, like, for so long. <laughs> and it was, it was beautiful. Got me a little uh, sentimental and emotional there. Emotional rabbit. Hopping around the emotional rabbit patch. Zippity-boo, zippity-bah. Um, but yeah, you know, like, fuck. But yeah, dude, but... Yeah, Morning View is just fucking great. And I'm going to get into it real soon here, but I, I just can't say enough how much I love Incubus. Um, and those of you that know me might be sick of me saying that. Might be sick of me talking about the Chili Peppers and Incubus all the time. But you know what? That's who I am, motherfucker. <laughs> That's who I am, sucker! It's the same thing I told my dentist when he told me I asked to pull my tooth. i got to get my tooth pulled in a few weeks here. And I can't wait because it's really, really caused me quite a bit of discomfort. Um, but yeah, I gotta go to the dentist to get my tooth pulled. But my actual dentist won't do it. He just sends me just like some oral surgeon to do it. Um, I don't know. You ever like, you ever go to the dentist and just put like lipstick on before you go to the dentist just to, you know, startle the, uh, dental hygienist there? You'd be like, hey, what do you, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> How my gums look? You know, and then when the dentist comes in, it's like, hey, dent, can I get a flight of mouthwash? Uh, can I get a decaf mouthwash, please? Can you imagine if the dentist gave you a flight of mouthwashes? That'd be awesome. Um, hey, Dent, how's my uh, 
how my 32s looking? Well, I guess I'll have 31 after this. Oh, uh, the tooth they're pulling's like way in the back, and no one will ever see it. Cause they wanted to charge me. They're like, oh yeah, we can give you like this weird like mutant tooth replacement for like 2,400 bucks. I was like, ah, nah, bro, nah, bro, can't do that, shit, bro. And I was like, nah, you can just like pull it for like my lowest copay, please. <laughs> but I never had a tooth pulled before. I never had like, I don't know. I never. I've only had what one cavity in my whole life. This, the most recent one was the second one. And when they were putting the filling in, they fucking cut my tongue real bad. Um, but I don't, I don't know. I've never changed my tooth routine. I've always taken very good care of my teeth. Um, but what happened was I chipped this tooth at Anthony's coal-fired pizza like three or four years ago. And I never just did anything with it. And I guess now it's like decaying because of that. But So thanks, thanks Anthony's coal-fired pizza, you fucking carcinogen having fucks. Fucking my mouth up. Bitch be fucking my mouth up. But yeah, hey Dent. Hey Dent. Yeah, just try. Just put on, put a, just do anything you can do to make the hygienists uncomfortable. You know what I mean? You know? Put on some lipstick. Put some leaves in your shirt. You know? Eat a bunch of watermelon or and leave the seeds in your teeth. Or eat a bunch of cotton candy and don't brush. <laughs> just be like, hey, hey, how are my teeth doing, lady? <laughs> I don't know, yeah. Yeah, do you ever get like a boner while you're getting your teeth cleaned? Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Now, that happened to me once in middle school, but you can't be, nobody can be held accountable for their erections when they're in middle school. You just can't. Um, in those parts of your life, like the wind can blow, you know, get a boner. You know what I mean? So you can't help yourself. I got, I got a boner getting a haircut, too, when I was in middle school. Uh, I couldn't help it. The lady, I used to cut my hair, Janet, had huge tits. And I'm just laying there, I'm like 12, 13. Tits are just like gently resting on my head swaying back and forth while she's brushing my hair and I was just like eh. <laughs> but like I said you can't be held accountable for like a an early teen middle school erection you just can't you know what I mean it's impossible somebody can say a word someone can be like yes whipped cream and it's like zip you know what I mean just when you're that age man you're just popping them left and right NRBs everywhere no reason boners everywhere uh, but yeah it definitely happened to me at the at the dental hygienist and um, at the getting my hair cut and uh, also, it happened to me, whenever I got my knee surgery, I came out of the anesthesia with, like, a wailing fucking boner. Which was embarrassing, because I had on, like, the surgery, like, gowned. So there's nothing like holding it back, you know what I mean? Uh, it's not like when you're wearing some denim underwear or something, and, like, the boner can't get out. But yeah, so, whatever. I mean, that was embarrassing, but you know what? I don't fucking care. I don't really get nervous. I don't get embarrassed. So who cares? Some random nurse in 2000 and fucking what? Six or 2005, I had a boner. Who cares? You know what I mean? Who cares? I'm sure she sees her husband's boner every fucking night. So who cares? Who cares if she saw some stranger's erection? Erection. Erection for the clitoris. But yeah, so we're going to get into it. Uh, the first song I'm going to play here is Nice to Know You, which was the first single off this album. Most people think that Wish You Were Here was the first single off of Morning View, but no, you're wrong, my friend. It was nice to know you. I'm going to play that song. Uh, here we go. Nice to know you. Hey! This is Nice to Know You by Incubus off their 2001 release, Morning View. I fucking love this song. The bass line, the fucking guitar, the lyrics. Ugh. Seriously, that's, I fucking love this song so much. If you don't like Incubus, I don't, I don't really know what to tell you. I really don't. 
Here it comes. a clip off of Nice to Know You by Incubus. I, I love that fucking song so much. Mike Einzinger is such a good guitar player, and he never gets the credit he deserves. I don't know why. He's he's phenomenal. He really is. Uh, it's just a great fucking song. You know what I mean? It sets the tone for the whole album. That's the first single. So it's like, here, here's our hit Drive. Here's our hit Pardon Me. Enjoy it. And then here's our new album. You know, Here's the first single off that album. And it's like, yes. You know what I mean? It's like, fuck yeah. You know, you're back after that hit album, everything's looking good, you're good, and then here's that fucking song, you know? It's just fucking great, you know? Hey, Dent, how are my teeth looking? <laughs> yeah, call your dentist Dent next time. Be like, oh, hey, Dent, how you doing there, buddy? I got four apples for you, ten pumpkins, and one rutabaga. I never had a rutabaga, I don't even know what it fucking is, you know what I mean? I don't know. I know. I know, like, the basic vegetables and stuff. I don't really know, like, the exotic vegetables, you know. They don't really boil in my potato. Um, but the next song here I'm going to play is called Circles. Love this song, too. The fucking guitar riff in this song, I love it. Fucking love it. This whole album's fucking good. Cha! Cha!
Blink, blink, blink. That was a clip off of Circles by Incubus off their 2001 release, Morning View. Um, I love that album cover too. It's nice and simple and sweet. Um, you know, just like a good bath with a good root beer float. It's nice, it's simple, it's sweet. And you get to walk out of the tub and get dried off and get ready to watch some episodes of uh, Seinfeld and get real clean and give yourself a nice big cold water before you go to bed. Uh, that's what I do. I drink a nice, tall, big-ass glass of um, ice-cold water before I go to bed. I love it. Most people, when you, like, I've never had a drop of coffee in my life. Um, I always wake up and I'm fine. Uh, most people, when you wake up and you're um, slow and groggy and tired, it's because you're dehydrated from overnight. You know what I mean? Your body's still pumping. Your body's still at maximum capacity, ma'am. Um, but, uh, yeah, if you just drink, drink, some, drink some water right before you go to bed and you'll probably find that you don't need coffee. I've never had a drop of coffee in my life. It puts your body into shock. That's why you wake up. Because your body's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Uh, but don't, I mean, I'm just Garrett. I'm just some big lunatic, apparently. So, um, yeah. But that was Circles by Incubus. And who doesn't, I love, like, I love water. I love it. You know what I mean? I drink, uh, you're supposed to drink half your body weight in ounces every day. I'm, I'm pretty sure I drink more than that. Um, I don't know. I got a little mini fridge next to my work desk, and it's just full of, full of water, baby. Come on, baby. Come away with me. We'll go get some water. Um, I don't know. To me, music, music to me is like water and air. Like, music is like a necessity to life. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm, there's a lot of people listening right now that agree with me, but it is. Uh, much better than music. Like, there's nothing better than music. There's not. Tell me what it is without it being like drugs or some fucking blowjob joke or, you know, something else. What's better than music that you truly love and truly connect with and truly feel? I, I challenge you to tell me anything... That's better than that. Like I said, it's not like some crude sexual thing or um, some snide comment or some fucking um, stupid dickhead comment. You know what I mean? Like, if you're being honest with yourself, like, music you connect with and feel and, like, gives you, like, chills and, like, gives you that feel in your head. Like I said, it's uh, eargasm. Eargasm is actually a real term that they use for that when, like, music makes your head tingle or you get a little, like, rush down your spine or whatever. So, yeah. Hit me up on Motorship Hunt 5 if you want to try to tell me something that's better than... Um, better than music. If you're being honest with yourself, not trying to be a, a bro and be like, dude, nothing's better than like fucking a chick, man. You know what I mean? Just give me an honest answer at MothershipCon 5, if you will. Um, the next song I'm going to play here is, you know, everyone knows this song. Um, I fucking love it. The song's great. Here it comes. Wish you were here. Incubus. Inkobaz. Enjoy Inkobaz.
was a clip off of Wish You Were Here by Incubus. I fucking, I love that song. I adore that song. Um, if I could sing as good as Miguel, I would sing I Adore That Song. Uh, Miguel's awesome too, by the way. Sure Thing by Miguel. Ugh, love that song. Um, and All I Want Is You is by Miguel too. It was awesome. Great. Featuring J. Cole. But yeah, Wish You Were Here, Incubus. Great fucking song. I love the, the, the guitar during the fucking verse. I just love that fucking song. I really do. I know there was controversy with that video. They had to release a second video for that. Because um, the first video they made for it, I guess, depicted kids jumping off a building into the ocean. Or jumping off a cliff into the ocean. And they were like, oh, MTV was like, somebody might recreate that. So you can't have that. Meanwhile, MTV's airing Jackass and the Tom Green show and all these other shows that are like, could be impressionable to young kids. But they're like, oh, no, Incubus can't have this music video. So they had to redo it. And we got the video of them just pretty much playing in their practice space with, like, clips from the studio and everything. Um, and then, yeah, MTV, like, wanted to ban that video, which I think MTV was just trying to get publicity for, like, being controversial about something. Because they banned that, but yet there was, at the time, Jackass was on, Tom Green was on, and Celebrity Deathmatch was on. So it was, like, claymation murder all day long. And it's like, oh, they can't have their video. Um, but, yeah. But, yeah, hit me up on MothershipCon 5 if you can think of something better than than music that you truly connect with. Uh, I'm not talking about the thong song or fucking electric slide or oom bop or fucking the Macarena, which, as I've said ad nauseum, those songs are all songs that are like government psyops. Um, they are. The Macarena was for sure a psyop. I've, I've talked about it. Electric slide is definitely a psyop. Um, if you play the electric slide in slow motion, it says join the Navy. Um, you know, I don't know. But yeah, just think about that. You know, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. But the next song I'm going to play here is Just a Phase. I love this fucking song. Um, it's a great song. It's a great song. Boom, 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 boom. It's just a phase. I'll shut up now.
clip off of Just a Phase by Incubus off of Morning View. Uh, that was track number four, for those of you keeping count at home. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know, I just, I just love Incubus, man. <laughs> I just really do. Um, got a couple nice Incubus shirts. Incubus memorabilia. Incubus merch. Got the merch, babe. But uh, the next song to play here is called 11am. I love this fucking song. I really do. clip off of 11 a.m. by Incubus. Um, funny story, one time I was just driving listening to this song, like Star Wars is in my head, um, and I, I made the lyrics be, uh, instead of then again, it was Anakin. <laughs> I was like picturing Anakin fighting Obi-Wan, and it was like, Anakin, Anakin. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's always fun to just make up lyrics to songs, you know what I mean? Um, you know what I'm saying? Not in grand. Yeah, that, I always remember that. It was probably like, I don't know, 11th or 12th grade. I was just cruising. As we all know, all, all of you that knew me high school-wise, I loved my joy rides. I, driving around listening to music is honestly one of my favorite, favorite fucking things to do. Like, I would love to just hang out with someone and just be like, let's just drive around and listen to music. And we'll just periodically stop and get something to drink. <laughs> like, seriously. To spend a whole day with someone just in the car cruising around, driving, listening to music... And some and end up eventually somewhere where we, we could throw the frisbee. That would be fucking awesome. I always have a frisbee in my car. I always have a frisbee, a football, tennis balls, and uh, 
usually a baseball glove, but the baseball glove's all fucking rotten and shit. I gotta get a new baseball glove. But yeah, I always have a frisbee in my car. I always have a football in my car, um, and I always have tennis balls in my car. But yeah, to be, just be able to cruise around sipping a raspberry iced tea, laughing and eating cheese and listening to music, that would be great. You know what I mean? Um, it is. It's, it's just cruising around listening to music. Because you can be by yourself, and you can fucking blast it, and you can sing, and you can fucking yell, and you can think about whatever the fuck you want to think about. You know what I mean? Um, it's awesome. So just like to cruise around with somebody all day, listen to music, that'd be fucking great. Stop and get each other iced teas. You know what I mean? Raspberry iced tea, my fucking favorite. It is. There's, there's plenty of good iced teas out there, but at the end of the day, give me some raspberry iced tea. Peach tea is usually too sweet, um, and blackberry tea is usually... I, blackberry tea usually gets like this um, not so good taste before you finish drinking it. But raspberry tea, ugh, I need some Lipton Pure Leaf. Baby girl. Um, the next song is one of the songs that my iPod, for whatever reason, it won't play it when I play it. Um, so the next song on the album, track six, it's called Blood on the Ground. Um, you're going to have to go ahead and YouTube that one or whatever streaming service you use. I use YouTube Music. Because um, you also get YouTube Premium, so you don't have to have any ads. It comes comes with YouTube Music, so that's always perfect. Um, but yeah, so sorry about that. You'll have to, uh, you know, go find it on your own. <laughs> um, yeah, the next song I'm going to actually play for you, because my iPod thought is cooperating for that song, is Mexico, track 7. I love this song. Uh, we were going to play this song at the Six Ring the one year, but we decided not to. Six string extravaganza for all you moon high school kids. All you moon tigers out there. Not you sloppy West Day fucks or you Montour morons. You only care about yourself. You could see me I love this fucking song. You only think about yourself. You only think about yourself. You better bend before I go. That was a clip off of Mexico by Incubus off of Morning View. That was track number seven. Yeah, we were going to play that, that six string, but then me and the singer got voted outvoted, and we ended up playing fucking The Memory Remains by Metallica. I was like, ugh. Fucking didn't want to play that song. But I was a good sport. Because Garrett's always a good sport. Either, when he, either whether he should be or not. Garrett's always a good sport, and I went along with the group. But I much would have rather play that. Um, but the six string was still fun. You know, I hosted it. I was in two acts, and I made a cameo in another act wearing the work mask. Um, but yeah, 
that we played, uh, what did we play? The one act I was in, we played Tade by 311 and then The White Room by Cream. And then in my main act, we played The Memory Remains and, um, I forget what else we played. Did we play When I'm Gone by Three Doors Down, maybe? Was that the other song we played? I think so. I think that was it. But uh, yeah, I didn't want to play The Memory Remains. But like I said, Garrett's always a good sport. Garrett is uh, mature and emotionally responsible and understanding and everything. So, um... Yeah, that's what I did. But I hosted it. I had a lot of fun hosting it. So I was the president of Guitar Club. But yeah, it was a good time. It was a really good time. Fun time had by all, I believe, was the, uh, the uh, what's it called, title in the newspaper, the school newspaper the next day. Fun had by all. Fun provided by local man. <laughs> yeah, it was fun. The six-string extravaganza. And then in 11th grade, we played what? We played uh, Morning by Tantric, and then we played uh, Paranoid by Black Sabbath, and that was really fun. It was good. It was a good time. I love I loved being in a band. I really did. It was awesome. But uh yeah. Meh. You show me Meh. see it's a band, see? It's a baby, see. <laughs> it wasn't me, I tells ya. But yeah, that was fun. Six string extravaganza, Gandhi's Posse. Um Yeah. And if I was, our our band name was Gandhi's Posse and then we were also grandmas with guns. Um I forget what the other band was that Todd and I were in with the kids in the grade below us. And Mark, Mark was singing. Or no, who was singing? Was it Mark? Yeah, Mark sang. And then uh, Mark Gonzolo. And then we sang. And Todd, it was what? Me, Todd, Mark, Brandon Stroop, and the Smith, one Smith brother. Um, but yeah, I forget what we called ourselves for that. But the main group was Gandhi's Posse, and then Grandma's with Guns, and then 1020. And then, uh, I don't know. I don't know, what 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 a good band name for you to be. Like, if I was ever in a funk group, I would definitely be Mothership Connection. Um, if I was in a punk band, it would be Japanese Strap-On. Um, if I was in a metal band, it'd probably be like Fetal Festivities or, or something like that. Or, uh, I don't know. So, I don't know, something stupid. But, uh, yeah, it was really, it was, I loved being in the band. It was awesome. I hope to be in another one someday. That would be great. I, would, I really would, would love to get my guitar skills back up to where I could um, go like on a street corner and just play. You know what I mean? I think that would be amazing. Um, but I don't know. It's fun to think of band names. Like I think Japanese Strap On's a good name for a punk band. You know? Not like some stupid like kids book called like some all those kids books are so stupid. Or it's like Kid Tomorrow in the Never Ending Recess, or like Kid Tomorrow and like Doctor Demento, or I don't know. Like kids books, they should just have kids read like the classics, and not make up new kids books and shit. I don't know, that's just my opinion on kids' book, kids books. Um, if you have an opinion on kids' books, hit me up at MothershipCon5 on Twitter. We can have a little discussion. And I stopped doing the daily uh, polls because nobody... Uh, there's only like a couple people were participating and it just wasn't getting any traction. Plus, you can only put like four options on there and it's kind of like limits what you can put, you know. Um, the next song I want to play here is uh, track number eight. Uh, this song, I feel like this is like a forgotten Incubus song. Even though it was extremely popular. I remember this song was on TRL for, like, ever. Um, but for whatever reason, when people, like, talk about Incubus songs, I don't ever hear them talk about this one. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe it's just got lost in the shuffle. But I like this song a lot. It was really popular. It was, like, wildly popular, actually. 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 Um, the next song I'm going to play here, it's Warning by Incubus. Track 8. Like I said, this was, like, a major single. And, like, people just don't even talk about it. I love this song. 
The video was sweet too. the clip off of warning by incubus like i said that song was like wildly popular and it's one of like their bigger hits and like no one ever fucking talks about it you know what i mean so i don't know maybe it's just me like noticing it more or maybe it's just i'm such a fucking freak that i'm like oh no one says anything about warning <laughs> um but i don't know but yeah that was a clip off of warning track eight off of incubus's morning view yeah so that was a clip of of warning by incubus off of the morning view uh, the next song I want to play, this is one of my favorite songs off this album. Uh, this song is called Echo, and I really, really love this song. So it's just a, it's just a beautiful love song. It really is. I love love songs. I do. I'm just a big hopeless romantic. Mm. I love this song so great. Right. The 
that was a clip off of Echo by Incubus off uh, Morning View. Uh, that song, like, this album had a lot of, like, Japanese influence on it. As you can tell, like, the solo is very, like, Japanese-sounding. Um, Aquas Transmission later on in the album is obviously very Japanese-sounding. <laughs> Japanese um, it's just a great song. It's a nice, it's a beautiful fucking love song. You know, it's just great. You know what I mean? It's just soothing. The lyrics are cool. Something I notice about the way you're blind. When the oil hits the light. It's just fucking, he's awesome. Brandon Boyd's fucking awesome. Um, that song will forever remind me of, like, the girl I had a crush on in high school. Um, that song always made me remind, reminded me of her. I actually think I missed some points on the SATs because I was thinking about her. Um, and she later went on to um, cheat on me with the Filipino kid in school. So that was fun. That was nice. <laughs> I remember our first date, we went to Dingbats. It was fucking awesome. I love Dingbats. I always got the chicken tenders or the turkey club. Dingbats was great. It's where TGI Fridays used to be in Robinson. And I think they're putting a Condado Taco in there, actually. Um, I, when I was driving past her today, I saw that it looks like they're putting that in there, which is, I don't know, that's going to hit Mad Mex. That's going to hit Mad Mex in the pocketbook there if they put a Condado Taco there. Um, so I don't know, but yeah, I love that song. It's fucking great. Echo. Boom. Yeah, I can't believe I gave that girl my Jason Kendall bobblehead. <laughs> I really wish I didn't do that. I wish I, wish I still had it, you know? <laughs> I was like, here's this bobblehead. Do you like me? Hey. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Give me that chicken sandwich, because I said, oh, man. Uh, there's this kind of a Brian sketch where he has, like, a Bill Clinton puppet. And the Bill Clinton puppet, like, when he's talking, is always like, oh, man. That always makes me think of that. <laughs> Uh, the next track I'm going to play here is called Have You Ever. This song's fucking awesome. Yeah. 
That was a clip off of Have You Ever by Incubus off their 2001 release, Morning View. So what, we were in 11th grade when that came out then? Uh, oh, man. Oh, man. But uh, I, I wish I knew how to put a link on here. I won't put the link to that Kendall O'Brien sketch. It's so fucking funny. Um, but yeah, we were in 11th grade. So what's, what's 11th grade? Getting your license, fucking SATs, prom. Um, what else What else happens in 11th grade that's, that's stupid? What, the Noel Ball? I never went to any of the Noel Balls. Um, I don't know. I just never went. I skipped the one because Mary Lemieux's comeback night was that same night. I guess 11th grade would have been when I danced. When I did the, uh, when I danced the Cliffs of Dover at the talent show with the mask on and the tuxedo. So that was 11th grade. That was really fun. Um, I remember I got home. The Penguins were playing the Sabres in the, in the playoffs that night. And I got home like right when Darius Kasparaitis scored that goal. But yeah, I, I play, I danced that intermission of the talent show to uh, Cliffs of Dover. If you're not familiar with Cliffs of Dover, uh, YouTube it. And I, I danced to that, what, four, four minute and 54 second guitar solo, um, wearing my suit and the work mask. And it was enjoyed by all. Um, there used to be a video of me doing that, the original dance, which I've talked about on the podcast before, but the tape got ruined. It was like, I don't know. If I ever got a genie, I'd be like, please restore that tape now. Do it now. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, I was in fucking 11th grade when this shit came out. Fuck. You know what I mean? Fuck. Um, the next song I'm going to play here is another one of my favorites. This is track 11. This is called Are You In? I love this song so much. It's so much better. Are you in? I love this fucking song. This song is so great. Incubus can do any style. That's part of the that's one of the reasons why they're so fucking good. They can pull off any genre. It's so much better. Welcome. I love the fucking bass line in the song. Everything about this song is great.
that was a clip off of Are You In by Incubus. I love that song. The guitar solo is short and sweet. Fits the song perfectly. Um, it's just a great fucking song. You know what I mean? No, I'm saying. Mountain Cranes. But, uh, yeah, the next song is another one of the songs that my iPod is, is being a bitch about playing. Um, so that song is called Under My Umbrella, which you would want to uh, YouTube that for yourself to listen to that or stream it or do whatever you do. Or if you own the album and you're like me and you're a Sigma male, uh, you would, uh, you know, already own the album. <laughs> uh, so the next song I'm going to play here is Aqueous Transmission. So I love this fucking song. This song is always on my sleep playlist I have. It's just a great fucking song. I love it. That was a clip off of track 13, Aqueous Transmission by Incubus. Uh, like I said, when I saw them the one time, that was like the encore they played. And the actual song itself, it's 7 minutes and 46 seconds long. Um, but they played it for like 10 or 15 fucking minutes. It was like, it was like crazy. And uh, one of my best friends said that she wants to walk down the aisle to that at her wedding. Um, which is like one of the coolest things anyone's ever said. <laughs> it's like, that was like, that's like the perfect song to do that to. Um, if I ever got married, I have like a... Uh, a smooth jazz slowed down version of Soul to Squeeze by the Chili Peppers. Uh, that's probably what I would want to walk down the aisle to. And then, like, my wedding song would definitely, I would definitely want it to be Northern Wind um, by City and Color. Um, so, if you have your wedding song, hit me up at MothershipCon 5 and let me know what it is. And um, 
Yeah. No, Northern Wind by City and Color would definitely be like the song that I would dance with my lady with. I've, 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 I've narrowed it down. There was a couple other ones that I thought in my head, but that I was like, you know what? It's that one. <laughs> I love that. That's my favorite City and Color song for sure. Um, the new album comes out, I think, next week, actually. It's either next week or the week after, but their new album comes out pretty soon. Um, and on June 2nd, I, there's three bands that I like that have albums coming out. Um, the Revivalists have an album coming out on June 2nd. Rival Sons has an album coming out on June 2nd. And Lovely the Band has an album coming out in two seconds. Um, and I've been waiting to do the Lovely the Band album because they don't, they don't have enough material for me to do a whole episode about them yet. Um, but this will be their third album. Um, and so I'll probably have enough uh, content to theirs to do an episode on them by then. And Rival Sons, who I fucking love, um, has two albums coming out this year. The first of which comes out June 2nd. And I think the second comes out sometime in October. Um, but though they're playing at Sonic Temple Festival that we're going to in May. So I'll be happy to see them. Um, and hopefully Lovely the Band will come through Pittsburgh. Lovely the Band, they're just like pop like pop rock, but they're fucking awesome. Um, but I hope that they come to Pittsburgh on their tour for their new album. Because I've never seen them live. I'd love to. So yeah, June 2nd is going to be a good good album day for me. Three three bands you like having an album come out on the same day, that doesn't really happen that often. Um, and I don't know, if for those of you, I really love Story of the Year, and they just had a new album come out on Friday, and it was fucking fantastic. Um, so I, I hope they come through too. I've never, I've never seen them live. I would love to. Um, they're from St. Louis. You can find me in St. Louis, where the guns play, play all day. Uh, that, of course, is Nelly. Um, there's still not that many famous people come from St. Louis. There's Nelly, John Hamm, Nikki Glaser, and Story of the Year. Pretty much the only um, St. people from St. Louis I can think of. Are you going to St. Louis? East St. Louis. No, East St. Louis. Is there any other St. Louis? Uh, there's always a run, there's a running gag on The Simpsons where they're always talking about going to East St. Louis. So I, I don't know what that's all about. Um, but yeah, Oculus Transmission's awesome. Like I said, it's always on all my like sleep playlists. It's just a soothing fucking song and like if, if you just think back to the songs i played on the album there's so many different looks like so many different genres on this album like incubus can pull anything off here you know um they're just fucking great they are they're just really great they're great like a ice cold mountain dew on a seethingly hot christmas morning um the next song i'm gonna play here is this is actually a b-side off of morning view um, so you might not be familiar, but this song is called Anything. And this is this song is directed at the record label. Probably why it was a B-side, but it's it's Brandon Boyd pretty much telling the record label to fuck off.
was a clip off of anything, which was a B-side off of Morning View. Um, so I figured I should include it. But yeah, it's about the record label. Um, they were on Epic Records through this album, and then Crow Left of the Murder was on Immortal Records. So I guess they didn't have a good time with Epic. Um, the next song I'm going to this isn't off this album. It's just like an incubus deep cut. So this is their version of Stand By Me, which is, as we all know, is one of the greatest songs of all time. But this is them covering Stand By Me, so I'm just going to play it. Why not? Why not? There's actually a lot of Incubus cover songs floating around. Um, if you can find them. They were at the goggle. A goggle of gooses. When the night has come What a beautiful song, honestly. That was a clip off of Stand By Me, Incubus's version of Stand By Me. Like, imagine being at that show when they decided to play that. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody gets to go to see Incubus and they play Stand By Me. That's one of those shows where it's like, I am so fucking happy. Like, I obviously wasn't there. I was in Chicago. 
But that's like that's the kind of show where it's like you would say to yourself, like, I am so fucking lucky to be here tonight. You know, Incubus decided to cover Stand By Me at the show I saw. That's like when I went and saw Marcus King last year, and he played, uh, he covered Wild Horses by Rolling Stones, and they did their version of uh, War Pigs by Black Sabbath. I was just like, God, thank you so much that I came to this. <laughs> um, Marcus King is a fucking amazing. Um, but it, that show was so great, and they fucking played War Pigs at the end, and it was like a 12-minute version of War Pigs. It was fucking fantastic. But what's, what's a better love song than Stand By Me? You know what I mean? Make you think of the lady you love, and it's like a great song from the fucking, like, what, 50s or 60s? Probably the 50s, right? Um, just what a beautiful fucking song. You know what I mean? They did a great job of covering it. I know on their, la their most recent tour they were playing uh, It Ain't Over Till It's Over by Lenny Kravitz at, like, every show, which is pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, it's just like, imagine being going to see them, and they, that's when they decide they're going to cover Stand By Me. You know what I mean? Um, it's just fucking crazy. <laughs> That's like when Dave Matthews decides he to cover uh, Sledgehammer with Peter Gabriel every once in a while. It's like God, I'm going to we're going to see Dave Matthews. I hope they play Sledgehammer when we see them. That would be fucking amazing. Um, but yeah, that was Incubus's album Morning View. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly enjoyed doing it for you. Um, like I always say, I always hope that this inspires you to go listen to their album and everything. I'm sorry those two songs weren't working. I don't know why, um, but you can just go YouTube them. There was track six, which is Blood on the Ground, and track 12, which is Under My Umbrella. So you can go check those out. But thanks for listening, as always. I I truly, from the bottom of my heart, appreciate you all, you all listening. Um, it means a lot to me. So thank you for all of you that listen all the time. It's, it really is. It's I, It makes me feel good. <laughs> it does. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. Um, I'm just a big softy. Yeah, Steve's a little softy. He's got a little softy. But, uh, yeah, but thanks for listening. I hope you have a great day, a great night. Um, tell all your loved ones you love them, as the U.S. is about to default on their debt. So the banks are all going to crash, so that should be um, interesting to see. Uh, but, yeah, but I hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy yourselves, and like always, keep shaking those motherfucking knees, bitch. I don't know. Now it's time for another erotic poem. Barbecue lint. Lip zipper. Unordinary cloth. Backwards flag. Upstairs cheese. Dim light. Mist. The bus, leprechaun, shovel, broken branch, river, gate, licking steam, dust, crust, overzealous wife, vaginal hubris. Scented floss, barbecue lint.